The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back. It's another edition of The Real Money Show. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. The number one 274 9570 or one 877 silver with me today, Jerry Karaya. How you doing, Jerry? Feeling good, Jeremy. How you doing? I hope you're feeling good. I saw you have a double espresso, which I'm just about to dig into myself. Oh, yeah. Um, it's The Real Money Show, and we're uh, so happy to be back on the air this week. We've got so much to talk about. Um, the key is we have an inflation alert, a big, big, big inflation alert. And, of course, uh, the Fed says it's transitory. Uh, I don't know where they're coming up with that exactly, uh, but they say it's transitory. So let's dig right in. Actually, before we do get to that, let's talk about the numbers this week. We're very excited today. We're recording on Thursday, May 6th, as you're listening uh, over the weekend. But we have gold up $30 uh, to $1,815 an ounce. Silver is up just over 90 cents today, trading at spot price of $27.37 US per ounce. Uh, this is the, the jump we've been waiting for, isn't it? Uh, we're definitely seeing the swings uh, that is needed to start breaking out and shaking out uh, some of the shorts. Um, we're seeing 3% moves uh, almost every other day, uh, kind of reminiscent to, to other markets, but Definitely, we're excited. Finally, gold has uh, finally reclaimed above the 1800 mark, a huge psychological level. 1850 is the top side support, anywhere around 1822 to 1850. And ultimately, overall, gold is bouncing off of the 61% retracement from its highs back in August of last summer. It's a healthy retracement. Um, all of that is being digested, of course. Uh, the 10 year Treasury yield. Yeah, a few months ago, it was heading higher every day. Uh, in the last month, the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield is down and negative for the month. So that has reversed. So we're anticipating higher highs for precious metals. We're going to talk uh, more about uh, the inflation. We're also going to talk about um, uh, interest rates, the low interest rates, what that's doing to the market. Let's dig in on the inflation side of things. Uh, this is, to me, very, very important. It's something that is now just blatantly obvious to everybody. I just pulled this um, off of tradingeconomics.com. This isn't even the year-over-year year on these commodities that I'm about to tell you about. This is just year-to-date, okay? Crude oil is up 33%. Um, I'm just going to cherry pick some here, okay? Yeah, please share. Um, I saw a good one. Let's go into uh, lumber's up 91%. That's mm -hmm. just year to date, not year over year. Uh, milk, 9.74%. Uh, tea, 5.8%. Uh, rice is up 7.44%. There's a lot of people wow. around the world eating rice. Coffee, 17.86%. Your daily brew, as we drink our espressos, Jerry, that's going to be 17% more expensive. Uh, sugar, got to love those sugary cereals and all the, that beautiful chocolate. How sweet it is. Not so sweet when it's 16% more expensive. <laughs> um, beef up 12%, so I guess we have to stop eating beef, right? Um, what, what are we going to eat instead of beef? I guess it would be, be soy. Let's see what we can find. No, no, soy, soy, soy is up there. Um, poultry up 18%. Uh, this is absolutely crazy. Corn, 56%. 
So all of that junk food, right, mm -hmm. with uh, corn oil in it and all of that stuff, 56% um, on, on, uh, on, on corn. Palladium just hit an all-time high, though, $3,000. Right. That was very exciting. But you know what is lagging? Oh, so soybeans, by the way, I did find it on the list here. Soybeans, 22%. Mm -hmm. So explain that one to me. We're not going to eat beef anymore, right, as the Biden administration saying. It's up 12%, mm -hmm. right, all the energy on it. But soybeans are up 20 to almost 23%. So, I don't, yeah, yeah. Doesn't make sense, yeah. but it does. Silver uh, up about 4%. I think we're probably up a little higher based on today. Yeah. But um, – lagging both gold and silver are lagging do you think that that is basically just because of what we experienced last year with the massive moves in the market or would you just say clearly manipulated don't touch the market well the bullion banks have to unwind on many of their shorts both gold and silver futures markets are in this uh, their short positions are still in the market we know jp morgan's out there net long uh, but they're buying time uh, this is sort of the canary in the coal mine when you see all this, you know, the, the base metals and commodity sectors all moving higher, all because of the one thing that uh, we are hearing a lot about. Uh, last weekend, uh, billionaire Warren Buffett of Berkshire Hathaway warned at his company shareholder meeting last week that we are seeing very substantial inflation. This is coming from uh, Warren Buffett, of, out of all people, warning uh, his investors to, you know, be wary about what's happening, what's coming down the pipe, which is a massive inflation. So gold and silver, we know historically they are negatively correlated to the U.S. dollar and uh, has a have, have a positive coefficient with inflation. So we're anticipating some great moves in precious metals. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Uh, before we go for forward, uh, Jerry, just want to give a shout out to John B., uh, longtime client of ours. Spoke with him today. Um, so just want to speak to him. Had a great, lovely chat. Let's get back to this inflation because it's something that everyone is seeing. No one is there. There isn't anyone who can't see it. Everyone going grocery shopping. You know, it's interesting because before the, the Biden administration took over and we were talking about this, it was really only food that people were seeing. It was, yeah, food's up there. Food, you know, we go grocery shopping, but now it's everything. Mm -hmm. Now it's absolutely everywhere and everything. And the funny thing is, is how can that how can that not be related to all of the money printing that's going on? Well, it certainly is. And um, economist, a famous economist, Milton Friedman, famously noted, inflation is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon in the sense that it is and can be produced only by a more rapid increase in the quantity of money than in output. Than in output. It is all because of the expansion of N1 money supply, the expansion of, of risk and debt-related uh, assets, anything that has benefited from cheap credit, uh, money printing. You're blowing bubbles everywhere. Everywhere we turn, north, south, east, west, we have bubbles all across the world. And it's you know leaving investors um, high and dry looking for yield um, when, in fact, it's really all about it should be at least protecting and hedging against what is coming position for against inflation but position as well in an asset undervalued like gold and silver that will ride this thing right up but but why Jerry what I mean why not just stay 
in the real estate market, stick with your stocks. Why should I be worried about these things imploding when the Fed has everybody's back? When the Fed sits there and says, we have your back, we promise you, we have your back. Like it's, it's as if the, all investors have Stockholm syndrome. They're just like, I love my captor. He says he's going to take care of me at the Fed, that they will backstop any of our investments. So why should I leave the basement? Why should I turn away and walk out of the cave? Why, like, why not just stick with what we're doing? It's working. No, well, people, people are not. You and I both know people are leaving the status quo. That people are leaving what they once had in in their portfolios. The stock, bond, cash approach, which year over year loses over over time. And Ray, Ray Dalio even famously said, "If you don't own gold, you do not know history." And our investors like to look into history, like to see what has happened in the past with paper currencies having a, a finite life value. Uh, the Canadian dollar, what is it backed by? Nothing. It is totally fiat, which is Latin, which means let it be so. Well, not for Canadians. Our clients are, are, are waking up. They, they, they're coming to know better and um, they're not believing. I mean, we're in an era where you know, there's very little trust anywhere. We are in a trustless society. And when we are in this type of society, uh, you got to clamor. You got to run to where you find trust. And for monetary purposes, it's always been gold. Well, I definitely trust that the Fed is going to continue to say that this inflation is transitory. Um, you know, they would be falling from a building and say everything is perfectly fine. Speaking of history, uh, Jerry, this was a, an interesting um, post from Gold Telegraph on Instagram, which I had to save. It said there are 11,000 cryptocurrencies. Wow. There are 850, sorry, 180 fiat currencies. There are 118 elements. One element has been used as money throughout history. Gold few understand this. Well, one person who understands this is billionaire uh, Ray Dalio. Another is Sam Zell. Yeah, Sam Zell, actually a billionaire. He was reported by bnnbloomberg.ca. Billionaire Sam Zell, the headline goes, buys gold for the first time in bet on tight supply. So amazing headline, you know, um, but it actually uh, rung a rung a bell, didn't it, Jeremy? Yes, it it was. Uh, it struck me as odd because we did a video two years ago where Sam Zell said, and I and it was on Bloomberg that he just started to get into the gold market for the first time because of everything that we talk about on this show. That was two years ago. That was two years ago. But then this headline here from BNN Bloomberg says this was his first time buying gold. So, well, where's uh, the trust? <laughs> the trust. Listen, I trust that the Fed is going to continue to say that inflation is transitory, but it's not. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. If you want to have physical hold in your hand, precious metals, you want to contact Guildhall Wealth. We'll show you how to do it. We'll even show you how to hold physical metal in your RSP, TFSA, LIF, RIF, or even your uh, RESP. And it's all about direct ownership of the physical product. The, the website, guildhallwealth.com. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 
Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. We've been talking about billionaires jumping into the gold market. Nothing new for them, uh, even though BNN reports that it's new. Sam Zell, he is a real estate uh, mogul um, in New York and, and around the world, and he is getting into gold. They're saying for the first time, but you know he's been doing it for over two years, so... Um, you know, maybe they're just making them look good. I don't know for timing's sake. Ray Dalio, he owns gold in his portfolio. Um, I wonder if Janet Yellen has gold in her portfolio. What do you What do you think? Well, the former Fed chief, who is now the uh, Treasury Secretary of the United States, um, definitely feels that she has a dual role, uh, continuous in this in this market, in this economy, in the world. Um, and she spoke last week, and she tried to um, you know quell the worries about inflation and that. Uh, the market's going to be strengthening and uh, that interest rates will have to rise somewhat, she says, to make sure our economy does not overheat. Her comments... Oh, that is Fed speak right that's there. That's total doublespeak. That's right. Her comments spooked the market and led to a global sell-off. But then later on in the afternoon, she had to back off on her words, which helped to calm the markets. Gold then flipped on the top side and the 10-year treasury yield. So it was a very ugly move. And, uh, you know, really, do we take her words um, as bond really know the market is has totally shrugged off her comments on inflation and and a likely rate hike as uh, the market seems to believe that the Fed is unlikely to embark upon any tightening or tapering anytime soon but but maybe maybe she's saying it maybe she intentionally or not you know the the Fed will be forced to act it's not going to be just you know they're um, uh, you know they can do whatever they want they will be forced they're always reactive mm -hmm. they're never proactive with these things and then they jawbone as if they they are proactive right they're like teachers who lose control over the class before four o'clock and everyone's leaving they say okay let's go early yeah. right I think she she could be doing the same thing basically saying look we know we're gonna have to raise rates there's no issue there's no choice here mm -hmm. right but that's not what the that's not what the markets want to hear. The party is going strong. The no one wants to hear that this party is going to end, unless you have your eyes open and say they can't keep printing money forever without consequence. We see the consequence everywhere in terms of price inflation. It's it's no joke. It's mm -hmm. real. Um, the problem is what ha who's it really affecting? Who are the winners? Who are the losers? Just things like the fact that you're just they're printing what. They're going to create four trillion, six trillion dollars worth of packages in the states. They don't even need it. They want to get back to work, but yet, let's figure out a way to give people more money so they don't have to actually go out and earn a living. And then you've got people who are running businesses who can't get workers because why would you get workers? They're sitting at home getting free money from the government, you know, eating pizza and investing in in cryptos and, and mm -hmm. GameStop. Mm -hmm. No offense to any of those guys. We want you guys to all make a ton of money, but. It's a drag on the economy, isn't it? It totally is. Huge drag on the economy. And further, uh, Money Metals Exchange, uh, Stefan Gleason actually commented on the this this topic of uh, transitory. Is it temporary or is it the beginning of a long-term trend? And we know that they are totally reactionary, the U.S. Federal Reserve. They will do nothing uh, to quell off something before it hits the fan. Uh, the, the Fed has claimed it has it has tools to keep inflation well anchored. Uh, should something rise and inflation rise, it becomes a bigger problem. But does it have the will to inflict financial pain on Wall Street? 
the big banks and the U.S. government, knowing that the U.S. Fed is addicted to uh, ultra-low interest rates. Um, they have no, uh, no other arsenal in the toolbox besides raising interest rates, and we know what that's going to do to the, the stock market. And they printed so much money. When you look at the balance sheet and you say when they started in 2008 in that crisis, the balance sheet was under a billion, sorry, under a trillion, they pumped it up to over four billion. Then they tried to to pay it down, right? They didn't get interest. They couldn't raise interest rates, and that was after quantitative easing one, two, three. Mm -hmm. You know that was, and obviously gold went crazy in 2011. So did silver, 2010, 2011. Then in 2020, the Fed. Well, we know in 2019 they couldn't pay it down. They had to reverse course. They started upping the balance sheet again. And then in in 2020, they went to just shy of $8 trillion. They've doubled it over again. They've actually put more money in mm -hmm. in one year than they did over a course of three years with quantitative easing. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to act as though it's all good? We were primed for that. Anyone who opens their eyes and goes on and sees that chart yeah. It's not the only chart out there. I mean, look at look at Canada. They've printed more money in the last four years than the entire history of Canada. It's insane. It is insane. It is insane. When Jerry, stop the madness. How do we stop the madness? Well, we know, Jeremy. We've been t talking to people about this every day. Buy gold and silver. That's it, the, really the only way. Was that your tip talk? <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, but this narrative of, of transitory it makes me laugh, really. And Stefan Gleason, he just concludes, uh, you know, is this transitory? Is it temporary? This is inflation that we're seeing. Yes, the CPI, we know the, the numbers in the CPI, we can question all day long. Uh, but the problem with the narrative that the Fed is peddling on inflation is that the U.S. fiscal and monetary policy are still going full blast with emergency spending and stimulus. There is no let up in sight. So this is not transitory. Um, and similar, what is not transitory is the loss of purchasing power versus gold and silver. Every single major currency is down 12% on average versus gold and silver. We have a global problem with fiat, with fiat currencies. The money printing will not let up, which is the reason why a lot of nations, a lot of nations' central banks have decided to go long on physical bullion, long on gold, hold it in the central banks, acquire and you know, surprising to see some of the you know, some of the countries that have started to really, really ramp up uh, their gold supplies. Uh, Portugal, uh, you know, some of the um, Kazakhstan, Turkey, of course, Hungary. Uh, so we commend all these all of these nations for doing we believe what is right for the nation. Well, well it's interesting. The the countries that end up doing it are the countries with the with the the knowledge of history, and it's probably happened in their countries where they say we, never again, mm -hmm. right? We won't. We it won't happen again. Um, I, I have a tough time really looking at this transitory comments. I know we're really sticking with that today, but just because it's so glaringly false when you see crude oil up 33% this year, um, you know, we talked about soybeans being up 22%, milk being up almost 10%. Um, you've got corn up 35%, beef up 12%, poultry up 18%. You guys all know this because you guys all go to the grocery store or get your Uber Eats and you see the prices rising. Copper 31%. 
Um, this is this is just unbelievable stuff. You can't tell me that this is transitory when it's across the board on all commodities. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to look for for something that's down. Uh, manganese is down. Okay, all right. That's tea only one percent. Rubber is down two percent this year. Okay, good, good, good for you guys. Like everything else, like, come on. You know, uranium. That's all right. It's list. down half a percent. You wow. know, so I just look at that and I say, you know, gold, silver. They're doing. They've been doing their job. Okay, have some patience. It's going to continue much, much higher. We love seeing what we saw this week, where you know, gold, gold gets over that eighteen hundred dollars an ounce line. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was going to be this kind of, okay, they pulled it back under $1,700, $20 a week. It's starting to move, move, kind of cussed that 1775 mark. And you just knew it was just really, really close that we, it, it, it's there. Mm -hmm. You know, once you hit 1775, the psychology was we're there. It's yeah. going to go over 18 and it did. And now it's going to be really interesting to see how it ends the year. We're, we're not quite even on gold for the year, which I think is is a present i think it is a gift when you can see all of the inflation everywhere else and gold and silver have been held back for you you know they're held back because of the because of the premiums on the on the product mm -hmm. it's time to get in mm -hmm. you know it's time to look at your portfolio and say how do i hedge now how do i take some profit off this do i really want to believe that this market can continue the insanity that we're seeing and that inflation is somehow going to be going to be stopped mm -hmm. you know they're going to they're going to put that fire out I, I just don't see it happening i think we're at a point where it is a it is a repeat of the 70s the stagflation is going to happen again and what happened last time is they ended up putting on price controls so mm -hmm. if you're a business they're going to tell you you can't raise your prices anymore mm-hmm what are you going to do? You're just going to close shop. Mm -hmm. You're going to go home and, and eat pizza and, and, uh, and start buying cryptocurrency yeah. on, on whatever money you can borrow from the government. It starts to feel like it's all a plan. And, and these businesses are at a point where they have to start thinking of raising wages. When you have universal basic income feeding the, employ, the employees their checks, there's no incentive to go back to work. So how do the businesses stay open? How do they keep staff? Well, you brought, you brought up 1970s. That was the last time uh, a wage price spiral started to uh, started to happen. So um, we're seeing this around around Toronto. We went to the city the other day, um, and you know Yorkville looked really really um, unnerving. I haven't been downtown for a while, but Jeremy, what are you seeing downtown? And you, I mean, you frequent there a lot. Uh, oh, I, I mean, the the retail's been devastated. There, there's no doubt about it. Retail has absolutely been devastated who knows which restaurants are going to are going to end up surviving or what it's going to take for them to fully get back on their feet i really do believe once those restaurants do start opening you know i, I don't see how they're going to avoid charging extra you know yeah. like a table fee a bread fee uh you know the the tips on the on on the machine are just going to creep up higher mm -hmm. um you know all of these type of things but retail's really bad, and yet real estate's going through the roof. And there's people out there making making tons and tons of money. And the thing is, is it's the middle class that are really being destroyed here. And that's why we're here talking about this, because at the end of the day, we know gold has hedged against inflation. It hasn't even gotten started yet. When you compare the amount of debt out there, $300 trillion plus, not including unfunded liabilities, not including um, you know, the, all the leverage in the market, mm -hmm. 
10 trillion dollars in gold that's nothing that's no. nothing we are at the very very beginning of this we'd like to see people get in early before the market really really takes off and that's why i think we have a gift right now and what we offer here at guildhall is physical product we're not offering the promise of counterparty risk we're telling you you will have direct ownership of the product and actually physically hold it in your hand whether you want to take it home buy it and take it home whether you want to store it in an independent vault facility outside the banking system where you have access to the product at all times or store it in a registered account and that could be your RSP your TFSA your retirement income fund or RIF your Lira um, all of these things you can you can actually own the physical precious metal you get an inventory report shows you exactly what you're holding specifically what you have direct in what you have direct uh, holding of mm -hmm. um, people can even take delivery of yeah you know we're okay with that if someone wants to test the system and pay their 30 percent withholding tax and take it home yeah go ahead i mean it, you can do it uh, if it's a tfsa and you've decided you know what i really would prefer if it's in my hand you can absolutely do it we can handle that especially with rips i find every year when people are taking their payment a lot of our clients are saying instead of taking home ten, fifteen thousand dollars, let me take home my physical gold because I'm not ready to sell it yet. Right. Right. And I love that. And maybe they hold on to it. Maybe they're looking for generational wealth. Um, but it, it is an asset. It is money. I, besides cash, I can't think of anything you can just remove from an RSP. Yeah, it's great to have that option in the RIF. You can either take the cash. Uh, the cash position of that gold, or you can take the physical home, which is which is great. Even specify which bar number you want to take home. That's going to be yours, and that is earmarked and owned by you. Uh, I'm seeing that as well. A lot of uh, a lot of Canadians who have rifts, you know, they may have um, income properties and or income coming in, and they may not need the cash. But yeah, generational wealth is is sort of their focus at these uh, these golden years. And you know, one of the issues with pensions is is um, the low interest rates. Yeah. Low interest rates are having an incredibly negative impact on pension plans. And we see a lot of people moving over their pension plans for just this reason. And we're going to explain how gold is going to fix that issue for you in the next segment. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. This is The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, one thing I want to quickly talk about is the impact of low interest rates. While Janet Yellen may be either jawboning or threatening that in, that interest rates will eventually climb, um, which is something the market needs, I think it's hap it would be happening at the absolute wrong time, which wouldn't which I wouldn't put past the Fed at the end of the day. I think they've completely missed their opportunity to try to turn the boat around. So they obviously don't want to turn the boat around. But let's talk about the impact of low interest rates. One of the things that you get with the low interest rates is that when it comes to taking your money out of your pension, out of a RIF um, for retirement planning purposes, is that you're, you're taking out your capital. Mm -hmm. You can't possibly live off interest alone anymore. Or now you have to take the risk of going into stocks, right? They always ask you at the bank, or they used to ask you at the bank, 
Uh, what's your threshold for tolerance for risk? Um, uh, okay, uh, well, given your age, we want to go with non-risky things. So let's put it. There's nothing there. Mm -mm. You can't put your money into a G. You could not put your money into a GIC these days. No. I mean, come on. And this brings us to um, a good look at what's going on around the world. There's a headline from the Wall Street Journal this week. Uh, negative rates push cautious Germans into the stock market. So it's just a really short, sharp story about a gentleman, Michael, 70 years old. Uh, he's a saver. He's got about 300000 in a local bank. Totally risk averse. But now the, the, the fact is that uh, they have gone negative interest rates in Germany, uh, are charging are, are, are charging negative 0.5%. And what this has done, it's caused him, a risk-averse person, to get into the stock market at frothy levels. The, the overall stock market is overvalued. I'm not too certain as to how the price-to-earnings price are in the U.S. or in, in Germany, but certainly overvalued, not something that he wants to do. Um, but he's being forced to uh, to chase the yield yep. and chase the risk. So, uh, not his strategy, but he has no choice. Yeah, chasing yield is it. It's it's you have no choice but to join the party, right? So here you are. Valuations are completely crazy. The other thing is also, you know, you have on the one end you have the older population. On the other end, you have the younger population uh, and generation where they can't form capital. They want. They need savings as much as as much as seniors need the savings. They need to be able to put their money away and understand that you can put your money away, save it responsibly, responsibly being the operative word here, mm -hmm. and creating wealth for yourself. Whether that's you know saving money to build a business, saving money for a down payment. How can you save money for a down payment in a low interest environment when the when the housing market's in a complete bubble because of low interest rates, people are borrowing so much money, mm -hmm. which leads me to the, the next point, which is the only people that are really benefiting from it, of course, are the rich who can borrow at the lower price and buy up crazy amounts of, of assets. And there now you get into the misallocation of funds where they're buying up, you know, whether they're just throwing money at businesses that who knows if that business is going to be around. They don't care. They're just looking for somewhere to put the money, mm -hmm. right? Um, they can take advantage of it, but they can also lose. The, st the stock market could come down. The leverage can come down. Housing can come down. And it could all come down as a, a crashing cards. But in the meantime, you've got this misallocation of funds, right? So... That's the other issue. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Um, seniors have to end up with no interest rates, so they have to build into. They have to take from their capital, which means they're living on less at a time where inflation's starting to happen. So they're li living on even less. Mm -hmm. It's it's absolutely terrible. And what I've noticed and and been observing over the last fifteen years in the gold market is gold has completely hedged all of these issues. And anyone who's held gold for the last decade or even five years can sleep well at night. They don't have to take the risks that other people are taking. And then finally, the other note is that you get into this, this scenario with young people as well, where they don't know what it's like to save money at all. I mean, at least I can sort of remember mm -hmm. higher interest rates, 6 7%, 8%. You'd put your money in the bank and you'd save money. Mm -hmm. Right. And then throughout my entire life, it's just been going lower and lower and lower. But now they get into the the you only live once. You might as well do it because you don't have any other choice. You have no choice but to play roulette mm -hmm. with your with your savings. Mm -hmm. Why should people have to play roulette with their savings? You can't. Uh, this is a total reprogramming of the mind to think you only live once. Uh, do what you can now. Uh, don't you know, don't necessarily own or save anything, you know rent everything, Uber everything, uh, rent a bike, rent a vehicle, the lack of ownership. 
well, you can't have generational wealth and you cannot maintain your name, uh, your legacy without ownership of assets, hard assets, uh, gold, silver, natural fancy color diamonds, land. These are assets that are necessary for every individual. Look, we're not, we're not the Wall Street guys. We're not the ultra rich. We're not those people who, who we talk about the rich getting richer. The, the target is on us. Every <clears throat> single individual listening to this show, the target is on your portfolio, your, uh, your legacy. And, you know, Canadians especially are waking up and it's very refreshing to come in and hearing the whys of why people are, are getting into this market. What is that? And usually a question, I'm not sure if you're getting the same questions. What, Jeremy, there's so many variables out there. It's bubble territory. There's so much debt, the derivatives, Archegos, uh, the, yeah, the hedge fudge yeah. that went, went bust. I'm keenly watching that because it was a, something that was interesting with regards to their derivatives exposure, leverage in the market. How many more hedge funds are leveraged like this gentleman had this hedge fund? Uh, it's a systemic thing that can ripple. And, yeah. and we need to understand or identify where is that proverbial needle that's going to prick the bubble yeah. and cause that systemic crisis. Are you getting that same question? I, I do. I think everyone senses there's a powder keg. They don't know where it's going to come from. On my side, what I find is that a lot of people are contacting us and they're they're sort of relieved to understand that, that we share their opinions. Mm. Um, they're like, you know, we, we want to be conservative for a change and uh, we're being papooed on every step of the way. Um, and somehow as well, I feel like gold um, has, has become a conservative uh, vehicle. It's like, mm. you're, I don't know why that is. It, I mean, everyone should have it in their portfolio and those that feel that they're safe just by investing in stocks without any sort of hedge. I, I really do think they're going to have a wake up call. But look, at the end of the day, gold's averaged 11%. There's a lot more money out there that's been made. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's not the point. This is about protecting your wealth and it's done that and yeah. it's beat inflation. And that's the key. Um, I do think as well, that we're just at the beginning. These markets have incredible um, opportunity ahead of them. Gold could easily get to $10,000. Silver could easily get to three, $400. And when it does get there, it's going to look normal. Mm -hmm. It's going to look absolutely normal. Um, I do want to talk about the Fed in the next uh, segment because they are not as in control as everybody thinks. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. It's all about physical assets, gold, silver, and we're going to talk some natural fancy colored diamonds here on The Real Money Show. You're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. We're talking about physical gold, physical silver. I do want to talk about natural fancy color diamonds, but first, let's talk about the Fed. They are not always right, and in a panic, Jerry, um, I want to go back to 2008 because they did not save everybody, and they did not save every bank. There were banks that went under, and I will just name one, Bear Stearns, and you can't sit there and say, that all that every bank is too big to fail when they let them go, right? For whatever reason, you can just sit there and say, "Do I think people have to really question, will the Fed have everybody's back? And how do they have everyone's back when they've already gone from under a trillion to four trillion to eight trillion, 
where are we going to be six months from now, seven months from now? I mean, the again, how much money can actually be printed before before they turn around in a crisis and go, we can't do anything. Now, let's talk about panic for a second. Let's really talk about panic. Um, I've seen panic. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all seen panic now with the with the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. And there are a couple different reactions to panic. One is nothing. People just become a deer in headlights. No decisions to be made. The market's crashing. Head in the sand. They put their head in the sand. They don't want to deal with it. Don't want to log into their bank account. (laughs) Yeah, and the bankers don't want to call their clients. Right. And they don't want to look at their book, right? And they just go silent, radio silent. And you know what they do? They, they, They send their... If you can hear this, that's a letter of resignation from from uh, you know advisors to their to their bosses. That's what happens in a panic, wow. right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of that. You you need to take responsibility for yourself. Sure. That's what this comes down to. Mm-hmm. And when you know that you have direct ownership of that product, even if it's in a vault, as long as it's as long as you know you can go and touch it, um, that's safety. Mm-hmm. That that tells you I, I don't have to worry about panic. Mm-hmm. I do not have to worry about panic. Yeah. But uh, but speaking of that, also you know if you're storing it. If you're self-storing your product, we don't have a problem with that. You also, but you should, when you're considering a portfolio, think about, well, in a panic when everyone is selling, do I have something I can easily sell? Mm-hmm. Do I have a position in the vault that I can pick up the phone and sell? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's something that's prudent. Definitely having your own holdings at home, whatever, that's fine. But I think you also down the road when silver is trading at one hundred and thirty-five, two hundred dollars mm-hmm. an ounce, you want to be able to pick up the phone and say, "Sell a few hundred ounces." That's right. That's right. And that is one of the topics of conversation that we must have with every one of our clients, knowing that the silver to gold ratio is about sixty-six to one right now. At what point do you want to sell your silver? Uh, because we have strategies that we can offer. Uh, again, we're not advisors, but we will tell you what history has shown. Um, and that's what this market is all about. What has history shown? And it's this is what's so exciting. It's been 13 years since 2008, and nothing really has changed besides the amount of debt that has been poured on. Due to the fact that 08 was a, a debt issue, a credit crisis, nothing has changed. So knowing that this market is cyclical, it just tells us, hang on to your precious metals, buy more precious metals, at least 2,000 ounces of silver if you can do that, because in 1980, 2,000 ounces could buy you a house or pay off your mortgage. We want to provide you with the means to do that, and one of those is through silver ownership. And no, look, we're not here to sound the alarm or ring the bells and be this naysayer. No, we want to be rational, and, and one of those ways is just look at history. And once you understand that, this could potentially happen. Where are you on the scale? Scale of 10 being total gray sky that the, the sky is falling, Armageddon tomorrow. I need 100% precious metals. Don't laugh. We have clients that are 100% precious metals. And then maybe one, you're, you know, total blue sky, but still, you need at least a little bit of precious metals. So it doesn't matter where you are, blue sky or gray sky. That's amazing. You know, I'm, we're somewhere right in the middle because we have precious metals. Um, where are you? in that scale, get in contact with us. We want to find out where you are in that threshold and how we can help. Um, we're here to help. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. And just before we jump into diamonds, Jerry, uh, we've got a few minutes left. Um, I want to talk about something kind of interesting on my mind a little bit. Uh, cryptocurrencies. One of the things that people will say about cryptocurrencies um, is that there's a finite amount, 
right? And that's that's what makes it special as as the fact that, well, there's only a certain amount of Bitcoin out there and that's it. There's a limit to it. But one of the things that, I, that I'm, I'm trying to, to figure out in my mind, and, and please, listeners, make comments or get in touch with us, is the fact that you can buy it in, in, in the smallest of increments, 0. 0.000000. So it's always available. Mm-hmm. It's, is, so in some ways, it's like, yeah, it, there's a limited amount of one full coins, but I can buy it in the smallest of increments possible, and it's always available, which for better or worse, that's something to consider. Now, let's just look at gold for a moment. And this is this is really just sort of a cautionary tale for someone who's going to wait on on to buy gold until the price goes through the roof. If gold were trading at $31,000 an ounce and there's 31 grams an ounce, the smallest increment would be 1 gram, right? Which would be $1,000. That would be the smallest amount of gold that you could buy would be 1 gram bar or coin worth a thousand dollars of course pamp swiss and royal canadian mint don't sit there and say you know what we should produce the most of right grams <laughs> they, no, they'd quite they'd, the opposite the, quite the opposite so you're you're gonna have a tough time finding those there's gonna be a massive premium so where where does this go you're you you have to think about the actual physical real world of tight supply mm-hmm. right that, that that's just a small aside Take that for what it is. Um, leaving on a note about natural fancy colored diamonds. Argyle mine is closed. That Those diamonds went up 500% while the, the diamond mine was open. And we're heading into an inflationary period. There we go. What do you think is going to happen to the colored diamond market? Well, history has shown that the colored diamond markets perform during high inflationary cycles. So this is one place where you want to secure your wealth in in a luxury asset, as we like to say, an asset that is not only uh, a smart, prudent asset that is continuously um, going up in value year over year, um, but that it's extremely beautiful and rare. Something that uh, we, as you know, uh, in this in hard assets, love to offer a client to you know make a portfolio of hard assets. A little bit of gold, a little bit of silver, and add a natural fancy color diamond. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. Thank you so much for joining us this week and uh, joining the discussion on inflation and physical assets like gold and silver. Feel free to touch base with us. We'd love to talk to you more about the gold and silver market and how we can help you own some physical gold and silver in your portfolio. Again, the number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. You've been listening to the Real Money Show on. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We'll talk to you next week. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.